to the EDD Pursuit Podcast. This is a podcast about the what, why, and how of pursuing a doctorate, plus a little fun to keep it real. Okay, you go first, Sarah. No, you go first. Yes. No, yeah, you go All first. All right, fine. Uh, never, never mind. Okay. Fine. Let's I'll just go. Go, let's just start. Okay, good. Okay, Sarah, so I think we need to introduce ourselves a little bit since they don't know who the heck we are. So that sounds like a good idea. I'll go first. Um, So I'm Maureen. You can tell my voice, hopefully. I have a business background, um, spent 25 plus years in the high tech industry, and um, I'm the mom of seven kids. So at some point along the way, I had to uh, make sure that I was available as a mom. And uh, jumped into elementary education in working with uh, children with severe special needs. Spent 10 years there. Um, What I love to do in my outside of work slash school time is really uh, spend time with family and friends. And the outdoors is where my happy place is. I do like to cook and occasionally play some gin. Jackson in the background while I'm flipping something or chopping something so that's me i'd love to picture you doing that janet jackson flipping um i'm sarah and i also don't have a like my entire background is not in education either i actually have a master's in music um performance so i'm a lifelong performer but also a lifelong learner who after i got my masters i i sort of decided that i wanted to start teaching music so that was my pathway into the classroom and i started teaching private voice lessons and slowly that evolved into me being like a music director for certain shows and then that evolved into me kind of teaching music in a classroom and eventually it landed me um as a performing arts director at an independent school and with my two kids, it seemed kind of like the perfect marriage. And then along the way, I sort of figured out that I loved leadership. I was kind of good at it. And so here I am pursuing an EDD in education. Um, my, My happy place is like the beach. I also love the mountains and spending time with my family. And I sing a lot. You are a good singer. Thank you. And I like what you said about like, you know, like the leadership part. So carrot up, carrot up, ditto for me. (laughs) What was the other thing you said? Oh, lifelong learner. I feel like when you sign on to doing something like this, you kind of have to be, you have that passion for learning. Yeah. You'd be a hypocrite if you didn't have a passion for lifelong learning and you were a teacher. That's right. 100%. Okay. Here we go. All right. And we're off. This is episode one. Today, we are going to talk about how we decided to enroll in an EDD program, what criteria we used, and why we chose our respective programs. We're also going to share how we met and became close friends, as well as each other's biggest fans and critics. Right, Maureen? Yeah. Wait, you're my fan or am I your fan? I don't know. I know I'm your critic. You're mine. No, wait, you're definitely my critic. Yeah. Anyways, whatever. All right. So how did you decide to enroll in an EDD program and anything else you want to add about the how part? I think for me, it was a personal goal 
of mine to receive an EDD always. I always wanted to have my doctorate ever since I was younger. I wasn't sure in what. And um, as well as, you know, in my current state in teaching, I wanted to, in my performing arts director role, I wanted to kind of switch gears into an administrative role. And it seemed kind of like the perfect fit. I was in a leadership role as a performing arts director, but I wanted to be like a school leader and not just a performing arts leader. Um, so, and, you know, as a mom, it was a chance for me to also kind of take control of my career and myself and push myself personally and professionally. And it's something that I could do for me and nobody else. Yeah. How about you? Yeah, that's great. It's kind of a little bit similar building off on that as a, you know, mom of seven, mine are older and starting to Crazy. leave the nest. And, uh, I just thought it's me time or my time now. And so um, I am from a lineage of teachers. Um, grandparents were teachers. Um, father is a teacher and actually a professor. Um, and so a lot of my time as a youngster was spent um, either in my grandparents' uh, classrooms or on a campus where my father taught. So that's cool. I kind of feel that the campus or higher education, or at least teaching um, component of me is in my DNA. So <laughs> um, with 25 or so good years left in me, since I'm an older person pursuing their degree, 55, I thought, um, what the heck, I might as well be finishing out um, doing something I love. So I um, decided on an EDD and um, leadership has always been something that has meant a lot to me and um, whether or not I wanted leadership roles, they seem to, I seem to be wearing those hats um, for most of my life. So that's that. Yeah. Um, all right. So moving on to criteria. Yeah. What criteria did you use in choosing the program that we're in, the track that you're in? Mm -hmm. even the school itself. Um, we'll you know, there. so for me, um, location was huge. Um, the format and the cost and the degree required to start, you know, so many EDD programs require um, a master's in ed and I do not have a master's in ed as we talked about before. Um, so, you know, I'm a perfectionist and being a singer, that's kind of the peril and the pitfall of like a performer is being a perfectionist. But I always have loved school and I knew I could do the work, um, but I was nervous about the amount of reading I would have to do um, because I read slowly, Maureen. I just read so slow. And I, it, with all the scholarly jargon that's in some of these books, I was a little nervous about that. But the location and the relationships with others in the cohort, since our program has a cohort model, were huge for me as well. I knew I would need the support um, of people like you, um, mm -hmm. my two children and my, my job and my family, you know, those are huge parts of my life, obviously. So that was a, also a huge factor in my decision to do an online program. Um, but, you know, I think there was a little self doubt in the beginning since, like I said, that since my background wasn't in education, but meeting people like you made me feel accepted and that I could do it. Yeah. Cause I was like, what the heck? do we get ourselves into yeah, on that very totally. first day? Yeah, 100%. <laughs> uh, well, it's funny because I hated school. It's crazy. 
I know. I always doubted my ability. See, the problem stemmed from not being able to read. I faked reading till third grade. And that has stuck with me forever. Imposter syndrome, like all the time. So school was tough, but I love to be in an, like an academic or learning environment. So that is kind of hard. <laughs> um, imagine. Yeah. So in picking a program, um, I mean, just to back up a bit, like in undergrad, I never bought a book. How is like reading again? It's so challenging and writing. Yep. So, right. you know, I hadn't written anything in a, a long time. So choosing a doctorate, <laughs> I thought, okay, it's now or never, but still it was really um, intimidated by the process. But anyway, so I looked for a program that had a cohort model and sort of a component of mentorship in it because I really learned through or well um, in group settings. I know that from getting my MBA, um, case study methods and things like that were some, a way in which um, it's close to like experiential learning, but that's a way in which I learn best. Mm -hmm. And so I also wanted to make sure that um, the supports were there um, in terms of like tutoring or like writing help and things like that. And so I looked for that as well. And then lastly, even though this is an online program, location was important to me because I could just pretend I was a student on a campus and like drive the next town over, park my car and have my little backpack and pretend I'm a student. Supplies. Literally in the library, pretending I'm a student. Well, I am a student, but you know, anyways. Um, I still find that fascinating that you were like afraid to read and and the writing component you're such a brilliant writer I wasn't I wasn't afraid to read I couldn't read like I literally couldn't read till third grade oh I was found out in second grade and I was yanked out of school and put into another school parochial school oops and uh learned to read I didn't like reading till I was around 25 years old wow Maybe that's for another episode, but anyways. So nostalgic that I could go onto a campus and then, um, you know, working full time, mom of seven, right? I take care of my mom. And so those responsibilities had to stay central, like, you know, and I was, I couldn't compromise on those. Mm -hmm. And so it was a program that could be flexible enough and rigorous enough Mm -hmm. um, to make all that work. So there you have it. That's why I chose this. You're not busy at all. No, neither are you. <laughs> Anyways, why? So why? Oh. Why an EDD? Like why leadership? Why high? You know, I mean, you're in the K through 12 track, but I am. Yeah, maybe you want to share a little bit about that because there, our program has two different tracks, and we're mixed in the cohort. Yeah, um, higher ed track or uh, the K through 12 track. So maybe you could yeah. speak a little bit to. Yeah, you know, I was younger, I was like, you know, the camp counselor and the babysitter. And I was always just really good with kids and um, able to just reach them. And then when I started teaching private voice lessons, I've had a lot of success doing that. And all of those students were young kids. And so the kids that I was teaching when they would find success, you know, they were right in that middle school range. And so um, I decided, you know, hey, when I'm going into this EDD program, I should play to my strengths, the strengths that I knew I had. So um, I decided on the K through 12 track. And why, why our program, I think, for me, the biggest one was the master's in ed wasn't required. Um, 
it, maybe it was just a hang up for me, but so many of the other programs required that master's in ed. And I knew I could teach and it what and I knew I knew about education, but I just, I didn't have that degree. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, it's just literally from my work to where our school is, is less than five minutes down the road. So if I needed to go to the library or meet with someone or meet with my advisor um, or our members of the cohort, it was right there. Um, so, but, you know, also I knew I needed an EDD if I wanted to really make that shift and make it seriously into administration where I was um, in my current role. And I wanted to be seen in the, as an administrator and not just a performing arts director. Um, so the fact that I can have a master's in performance and then have an EDD in education um, was that I think that was the biggest decision maker for me. And now I'm finally, I think two years into the program, starting to see the asset and um, in having a master's in something else yeah. that I think, you it's know, so... being an arts person. Yeah, I think yeah. it's super cool. I mean, it's really unique. I would imagine you don't see that combination and you just bring this creative side, which I mean, that, that sounds obvious, right? A performer, yeah. musician, blah, yeah. blah, bring a creative right. side. But it's more than that, you know, and I think that um, you have a really unique and keen ability to um, look at situations and look at interactions between people and because of your coaching background in music mm -hmm. and understand how people may be challenged in a certain situation or struggling right. because you can read certain things, body language and whatnot, yes, but in a different way. Totally. Because of your background. And I think that gives you just such a unique um, set of abilities going into leadership that not many have. So well, thank glad you. I'm your friend. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, so I'm glad me. I'm your friend, Maureen. I no, mean, I'm glad are... I'm yours. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. So me, um, it was between an EDD or PhD. And mm -hmm. so I kind of went through the what I didn't want first, because I knew I didn't want to be on a tenure track. Mm -hmm. And I kind of had it in my head that a PhD brought you along on a tenure track. Right. Um, and I wanted to actually have one foot in sort of the academic side, being able to teach. So I did want to be in a classroom. Mm -hmm. And then, but I also wanted to be in an administrative or leadership position. The right. thing was, I didn't know if I wanted an um, academic sort of leadership role or student affairs leadership role. And so... I just sort of went in with my mind open to either one to see what would best suit um, my, my talents and also kind of the needs of where I, I ended up. So that's kind of to be determined, but um, yeah, um, that's how I chose an EDD. Um, and I'm really excited that I did. Who knows? I might be a lifelong student. So maybe I'll go back and get a PhD. It's crazy. Yeah. But um, anyways, so um, I also thought that the EDD and particularly the EDD at the college in which um, we chose, um, it's not an R1 university. And so I knew that the faculty there, um, and especially since it has a school of education, were going to be very focused and very intentional about the quality of education programs that they um, develop and design, produce and teach. And so that was important. It was kind of like foundation, like I know that education oriented foundation was there. Yeah. And I think that that was a 
a great, um, that was great evidence of um, a quality EDD program. So that's why I chose it. It's yeah. so funny. I didn't even think about that when I chose yeah. it. Yeah. That's why we're a good match. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm a geek. They, you know, my, my friends in my old business world used to call me data. So I used oh, to, really? to always be like research, you know, get me, get me the info. So that kind of thing. I know you're more of a whatever fits. You I'm also a geek. That. I'm just a different kind of geek. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't so, listen to Janet Jackson in my kitchen. I listen yeah. to musical theater. See? I know. Broadway. <laughs> All right. Anyways, is that good? Yeah. All right. I think it's so, great. Good. All right. So I think the takeaway is that it's important to have the consistent support of someone you trust to challenge and also encourage you. Um, somebody who's not your teacher, your professor, your partner, your work colleague, and can relate to this crazy experience life-changing experience right yeah because sometimes you just need to vent about something or you're completely lost um another episode and yeah you really do have to like be able to talk to somebody who can understand because you can feel like you're spinning circles (laughs) Uh, okay so anyways i think um since this is the first episode, we're kind of trying this out. But one thing that would be nice to share with the audience or the listeners is a quote, one thing you can do today, kind of nugget to take away. So um, think about somebody who you can um, cultivate a relationship such as Sarah and mine, and um, how a person might challenge you, support you, hold you accountable. Like you have to have that yin and yang. You know, it's not all like, way to go. Here's a bobblehead trophy for you today. And that kind of thing. You know, someone who's going to call you out um, or, 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 or pick you up, you know, when you, when you need the support. And then just to be goofy with because we can't take ourselves too seriously. So. I mean, no. But I will say, like, it's been so helpful. You know, if I'm really jazzed up about something and you'd be like, okay, it's so great. Hold on a minute and you slow down. I'm going to ask you a couple questions. I, I really appreciate that because um, it's the full scope that really matters. And I think having somebody like you there, that's like you said, challenge, critique, but be your biggest supporter. I know that anything I say to you, like, I won't feel stupid. You don't, you know, you don't judge me. And it's, it's just such an important relationship, probably the most important relationship in this whole journey for me. Um, I feel like when I get my diploma, I should just like have your name also on the back. Be like, with the help of Maureen. Do we, do we have like those square little hats or do we have the funky like hat that looks like a chef's hat? I you don't know. know. I don't, I don't know. But if I do, if we had the square one, mm-hmm. I'll put a bales like, because that's what they, the students now like write stuff on their caps. Oh, is that what they do? Yeah. So I'll just write. Bail, like I'll tip my hat to you. Get it? Like tip yeah. my hat, bales. Uh-huh. Okay. Sure do. Anyways, sure do. all right. I think we need to say goodbye. Okay. Thank you, everyone, for listening, joining in, and this will be our blurb. Review the podcast on the podcast app. Mm-hmm. We have a website you can go to for show notes yep. and to send feedback and comments. And Sarah, you want to tell them what the website? 
Is. Yeah. I mean, so you could just go to eddpursuit.com, which is really cool. And then also on Instagram and Twitter, we are at eddpursuit for both of those. So for Instagram and Twitter. Um, and that, you know, we'll have some cool stuff on there. I mean, we're just getting going, but um, we're excited. And so visit us there. We'd love for you to follow us on social media. Tell us your story. Um, yeah. Give us ask questions. Us, yeah, definitely. Ask us, us anything because yeah. we totally want to know. I think so much about this yeah. is about relationships. And I didn't realize it was going to be about relationships when we got so, started, right? So true. Yeah. Yeah. And so even if you want to, yeah. And even if someone wants to be a guest, let us know that too. A guest. We need guests. We need yeah, people. Cool. All righty. Thanks, Sarah. All right, Maureen. Bye.